Welcome to the April 22nd edition of Splatter Vision. I'm your host, Rob Martin. On the other side of the aisle, we welcome back Jackie Toop. Hello, Jackie. Hello. How's you? How's everything? Where's Baker? Oh, Baker is away for the day. He couldn't handle the publicity. But, you know, I'm lifing. Life is lifing. Uh, we got a fresh new batch of movies to talk about. Oh, yes. Um, which is always the best part. That's right. Hey, uh, tell us where we can find you, by the way, on social media, just to get that stuff out of the way, you know? Yes. So, website, uh, JackieTube.com. Social is Jackie underscore two on Instagram. And that's where you can, your best ways to contact me. Excellent. Welcoming everybody live on Instagram Live and also on the Buzzsprout podcast. This show is done once monthly. So we do invite you to check out the repeat showings right here on this Instagram page. Once again, I'm Rob Martin, and there is Jackie Toop. Let's get started. Our first film tonight on Splatter Vision is something called Stalker, which is actually still in limited theater release, by the way. So you have to search a little bit for this movie, but maybe it's playing in your area. So check it out. It stars uh, Sophie Skelton. Stuart Brennan, and it's not rated, but also this film is up your alley if you're like uh, into that kind of like stalker mode, you're looking for it. It's about a faulty elevator which traps two unsuspecting subjects. So I believe here's a clip. <laughs> Stuart Brennan and Sophie Skelton in Stalker. Okay, we both checked it out. Let's take a look at what Jackie Toop thinks about this movie. Go ahead, Jackie. So I love. I love original ideas. I feel like, especially in the horror genre right now, we're getting a lot of remakes. We're doing another, like, a sixth movie, a seventh movie, an eighth movie in a franchise. So I like that this seemed original. I liked the actors. I think they held attention for the 90-minute runtime. And when it's mainly only two people on screen, that can be very hit or miss. The cinematography, I loved it. I thought it had really subtle ways of building the tension. There was one scene in particular where they're going back and forth and the tension builds and there's a, oh, I'm just fucking with you thrown in there, but you're like, oh, (laughs) were they? It's hard to really review this movie accurately without giving away too much. Right, right. There's a twist. I saw it coming. That's probably because I just, like, I watching so many horror movies, I'm always on the lookout for it. Mm-hmm. I thought the twist was a great idea, but <gasps> I think it should have been executed better, and I didn't like how it played out. I Interesting. Think, Interesting. I think it flopped. <gasps> um, wow. Mm-hmm. Everything leading up to it I thought was so good. And then in the final 20 minutes of the film, I was just taken out. And all the all the hard work they had done to keep me invested, I spent the next 20 minutes trying to suspend belief that this was all actually happening. <laughs> were, you know, there so, were a lot of gotcha moments there, no? There were. Despite the disappointment with the ending, I would still give it a thumbs up. I would recommend it. I would want to hear what my friends think about it. Because, again, it's original. It held my attention. I didn't find myself, like, through the dialogue, wanting to be doing something else. A lot of times when there's a lot of dialogue in a movie, you can let your mind wander. You can start wordling or something. But here I felt like 
the char- especially the male character. I just his name just like uh, Stuart Brennan. Yes. Stuart. Yes. I think he had so many subtle facial expressions and little character ticks that if you miss them, you kind of miss the build of everything. So he was really he was fun to watch. Very good. So you give it a thumbs up in the end, correct? I do. All right, very good. I do. I really enjoyed it up until a point. Up until a point. So this is kind of like a case where the the sum of the parts overtakes the faults of the parts. Yes. Ah, interesting. Okay, very good. Yes. <laughs> okay. I also think it's controversial enough to yeah. like keep it relevant. Aha! Uh-huh. Like I would want to hear. It's a conversation movie. Like, oh, hey, did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> Conversation for horror, right. It's like, you know... eh. Obviously, she's not interested in him. He's interested in her by his actions and being so shy. And being so kind of like nerdy and that kind of scope. And she plays off of that. He plays off of that. You kind of see some things happening in the second act that kind of start to tip the balance of what is to come. You know... Everything has to do with the elevator. This reminded me a lot of that movie Devil from 2010, which is another elevator movie where there's a devil inside the elevator. There's nothing here like that. I'm not giving anything away there. But it makes you think that there might be. But is there a third person involved? Ha! Could there be? Could there be not? That is what the movie implies to you in order to take you down all the different corridors of the, uh, the ways of how the movie will end up. There's a lot of claustrophobia here, a lot of seclusion. If you really think about it, this one is different than Devil because it's it's mostly just two people. It's two people in an elevator. It's not five. This is not like a one of those games that Saw where they start eliminating people. <laughs> no, so it's very economically done. Well-written script, I thought, by Chris Watt. A lot of great dialogue, smart dialogue. But wait till the third act. If you think you've figured this thing out, wait till the third act. It's nothing than what you could have possibly expected. So I'll leave it at that, and I'll give this movie a thumbs up. Check it out. It's playing right now, actually still playing in theaters, limited release. I believe it's playing the 29th. If you're in Manhattan, I think it's playing at the Empire, which is on 42nd Street. Uh, You know, buyer beware. Uh, uh, Bring your security. Uh, (laughs) You know, it's still, yeah, the 29th I think it's playing on uh, on that one. I think it's 7 p.m. or 9 p.m. So Stalker's still out there. Just check out for your local listings for times and showtimes in your area. Very good. All right, so we agree on Stalker. The uh, next film tonight is Malum, which is actually something in the same universe of The Last Shift. Uh, After her father's death, Jessica is assigned to The Last Shift in a decommissioned police station. Soon thereafter, paranormal events occur thanks to a cult. So I believe here's a clip or the trailer from Malum right here on Splatter Vision. That's Malum with Jessica Sula, Candace Coke or Coke. I don't know which one you want to pronounce it. Uh, Clark Wolf. I got that one right. Okay, very good. So that's Malum. It's not rated. It's still on streaming platforms. You can check that out coming soon. I believe next week it starts. Jackie Toop, your evaluation of Malum. So again, kind of to my last point this wasn't technically original they did it based off of a previous movie but i think they did a great job from what i can see connecting the stories uh Mm. it was a little too dark not like content (laughs) i mean like visually it was a little too dark i struggled to see what was going on sometimes Uh um 
But as far as keeping you, like, a little on the edge and, like, with the jump scares, I'll give it that. I feel like I haven't really enjoyed a solid jumping movie in a while. I think it went off the rails a little bit towards the end. I think you kind of (laughs) knew what was coming, but another movie where the build to get to the final act was very good. Much more fast-paced than a lot of the other ones I feel like we've watched. And ultimately, again, I would... I would watch this with a group of friends and enjoy watching them jump and and a lot of the quick moving camera jump scares. So I gave it a thumbs up. Very good. So a thumbs up from Jackie Toop on Malum. I also give it a thumbs up. I thought this was very effective as far as a, a, a psychological horror film in many aspects. Tons of great jump scares. You have the gore. You have the effects. It's just relenting horror. After, you know, a certain point, it just comes at you. One wave after another, after another. The splatter continues. It's just off the walls. And it's unsettling. That's what I think you look for as far as a memorable horror film goes. Something that you're going to remember. A unsettling nature. The the vibe, the feel, the atmosphere that keeps going here. And Jessica Sula is just outstanding here. I think she just drove the boat completely. She reminds me a little bit... Of that other film that we reviewed, I think it was in the last last month's show, I think, with Amy. It was the one where the girl is trapped in the warehouse. Oh, Hunt Her, Kill Her. Yeah, another strong performance there. Jessica Sula, same thing here. Very strong-willed, excellent character uh, analyzation and execution. So, very well done there. So, two thumbs up for Malum. You can go check that out. It's coming up on streaming platforms, I believe, in the next coming weeks. So, check that out. Our third film tonight on Splattervision is something out of the ordinary. But here it is. This is called Capsules. Yes, we're talking about drugs. (laughs) So you can see this. It's on Voodoo, Prime Video, and iTunes. And it's directed by Luke Momo. Stars Caroline Potter Schreiber, Marcus Fahey, Davis Brown, and Kate Pittard. Four college students all take a mysterious pill from a stranger with deadly effects. So I believe here's a clip from Capsules on Splatter Vision. <laughs> he just keeps walking away. All right, so that's uh, Capsules. Jackie, two of your opinion. Again, you want to go with uh, a, a big fan, original idea. You can tell it was just like this small, independent-esque movie. I applaud them. It was slow. They had some really solid moments. There was a scene where uh, one of the characters got high and then everything's echoing around him in a very yes. eerie way. And I thought, okay, things are starting to get good. Or, and then a little bit of a dry spell. And then there was a, not for the not for the sensitive stomachs, um, but there was like a vomiting, several vomiting throughout. And but the first one, you think, okay, like things are getting good. Like, Right. But then I feel like every time we like took a step forward, it was a couple steps back, and the ending mm-hmm. left much more to be imagined. <clears throat> uh, I applaud them for what they did. Keep telling stories, but thumbs down. It just didn't, <laughs> didn't hold. This was, like, I think I was wordling at one point. This was a perfect example. You were gurgling or wordling? Wordling at one point. All the dialogue, I was like, all right, like, let me know when somebody dies. Like, what, what's it going to get good? <laughs> so a thumbs down from Jackie Tube on Capsules. I thought this was a pretty good film for a just-to-say-no-to-drugs crowd. But as far <laughs> as content goes, I think this is another failure. Uh, 
blood pill dependency, obviously, I say most of America now, over 50%, has some kind of medication. But obviously, you know, I think it speaks volume to the evil nature of the big farm component in this country. And, you know, obviously they don't go into that. They just give you all the effects and everything that happens with the pills and these four people giving you what happens when they take the pills and then they become dependent on it. But still, like I say, the, the evils of the Big Farm are exposed here, and they kind of see, simmer under the radar, but you know what's going on. It's, you know, this, you know that one homeless guy doesn't give too much away because you already know what's going on. It's addiction. It's all about addiction. I thought that the uh, the character played, uh, uh, the Maya character played by Kate Pittard is very good. Excellent. Well done character. I really liked her. Yeah. I feel like so many times in these, movies you get actors that you're just like all right i get it you want to see yourself on tv but from the opening i was like oh she's believable she's watchable yes. like she yes. holds my attention that's that's magic right there she's got a future so keep your eye out yes. for kate pittard in the future she definitely does save this film to some extent but it's just everything else collapses around her like a house of cards so that's not saying much but hey she gave a good effort that's all that matters you know, the moral of the story, I hate to go back to like some kind of like old He-Man episode, but what do you say about never stealing from somebody you don't know? Don't take from strangers because you never know what's going to happen, you know? I'm not saying they, you know, steal from friends or family or whatever, but no. Yeah, you? I mean, I don't know. I went to college. We were all stupid once. <laughs> like now, years later, I look at the movie and I'm like, oh, you deserve it, you dummies. Oh. Man. But, you know, what were they, 20 years old, invincible? Yeah. Nah, look, this movie could have been so much more than it, what it gave us. They had a good concept. It's just terrible execution and terrible screenplay. So, thumbs down for Capsule. So, both two thumbs down. Our fourth and final film tonight on Splatter Vision is something called Kill Her Goats. This is directed by Steve Walsh with an O. Also stars uh, Ariel Racine, Ellie Gonsalves, and Kane Hodder. Jason is here. Audra's graduation gift is her dream house, but when she has uninvited guests arrive, it becomes a nightmare that she cannot escape. So I believe here is a clip from the new film, which is called Killer Goats. I really don't like this. You sure? Okay. <laughs> That's uh, Kill Her Goats. I see the chagrin already on the face of Jackie, too, saying no, 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 no. Please explain, Jackie. <laughs> this was like, like, if you went on Pornhub and searched for, like, scary plot lines, this is where you would find this movie. This is not, this is, like, smut. And at first I tried to, like, within the first few minutes, I realized, okay, I think this movie is, is purposely not taking itself too seriously. I've got, like, a kind of, like, scary movie spoof vibe. Mm. But then, <clears> after <throat> about 20 more minutes, I was like, wait, is it supposed to be? Like, they did, like, they did make jokes about themselves, where she right. made the very unoriginal joke of, oh, if I don't want to watch, you know, woman naked getting chased by chainsaws. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> Nev Campbell already did something like this, and she did it much better. It was just, it was a mess. Like, it did have some nice violent images, finally, but it was pretty much just, you know, three or four women who knew they had nice breasticles and showed them off for 90 minutes. 
me cyst, which I know we disagreed <laughs> on, but at least cyst, like, you knew it what it, it, what it was doing. Yeah. This, okay. I, I couldn't figure out. I think if there was one scene in particular where she was, they had a 10-minute montage of the girl dancing in the shower. Yes, of course. And I thought it would have been more effective if they wanted to make it a spoofy movie. They should have had her dancing in the shower the entire movie, like just periodically, and then when she comes out, everybody's dead. And then you would have known, like, okay, this movie is meant to be like a Shaun of the Dead, uh, Tucker and Dale take evil, but it was just, it was nonsense. And, like, every time they tried to have an interaction or dialogue, it just, like, a child, an angel lost its wings every time they tried to, like, actually act. Every time they actually tried to talk in this movie, it was, I didn't need 20 minutes of her going around the house, like Goldilocks, <laughs> figuring out which bed was the best to jump on. Um, it was just so, I almost just finished it, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I think I almost cut right. it off at like 37 minutes, and then I was like, no, by some miracle, what if it gets good? And it, it did have... Like I said, like there did end up being some violence because I, oh, I, I did yes, not know if yes. we were ever going to actually get to the violence in the horror movie, but yeah. it wasn't enough to save it. It actually just even got more ridiculous. So, <clears throat> thumbs down. Thumbs down for Jackie Tupon. Kill her goats. I think, honestly, there is a generational gap as far as opinion and view of this type of film. This reminded me a lot of the 70s and 80s, which I loved as far as horror films. And this kind of played right up that alley. So I give it to that credit. Yes, I like this film because it's my alley. I love that period of time where they had all that stuff going. It just wasn't just girls. It was guys that were naked too. You know, it's it's adds to it. It adds to the premise still that being skimpy, being sexy, you know, being naked, sex is evil and then you know the killer or killers are going to come get you so that's always the hidden message so the way they planned this film was very retro style which i give them a lot of credit for so i like that a lot no cgi there is no cgi in this film also a big thumbs up i'm a big believer in practical effects keep it coming back i love it do not give in to cgi that's where you kill most of these films unfortunately it's low budget. It's gritty. It reminds me in many aspects to the Slumber Party Massacre from 82. You know? The girls are skimpy, you know? But Kane Hodder's out there. Jason is out there wearing some kind of goat head and outfit. So you can't go wrong. I was laughing at the shower scenes. I mean, this is I mean, this is it's hilarious. It's funny, but I see what they were trying to do. There's no character development here. That's not what I'm looking for. This is this is splatter vision. This is kill her goats. This is what you sign up for. You know, the dream sequence with the fog is also great. Love that. It's just reminds me back to the all the old times. I'm getting so old now. It's like I can I can see the different periods of of, de- of you know of horror movies in my mind going through and it comes back in cycles. So it's great to see something like that here. You hate it. I liked it. It was great. Cinematography, excellent. Thumbs up for Kill Her Ghost to the chagrin of Jackie Toop. You liked them titties. You are not fooling anybody, Rob. You did not like the movie. 
Well, if I saw a whole bunch of wieners, I would have hated that, but you know, I would have accepted it. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to watch this. Then I would have liked it. Then you would have liked it, right. I actually thought of, uh, what was it? Um, Friday the 13th. Like, you are absolutely right. I feel like the 80s, even Alien, like, any time there was a woman threatened, like, she always got naked, and then then the monster came. But you have to have more than just the nudity like at, <laughs> if they wanted to play into that trope of like dumb woman and like the dumb blonde right, like, right. you had to yeah you had to actually give me something to watch like them just sitting around like staring at each other twirling their hair that's fine it adds to the cinematography i mean I, i'll make this case remember janet lee and psycho yes she was naked in the shower when norman bates came in to kill her and that was 1960s horror that is also an appropriate place to be naked. I'm worried that this movie is going to make <laughs> everybody else think that we just like walk around, we sit on sofas. Na- That's gross. Put some drawers on. You're sitting down on furniture. Like, would you have would you have approved really it? Us. Would you have approved that she was wearing some kind of nighty or some kind of lingerie? No, because no. then I would have been like, why are you why are you showing off for your girlfriends your expensive lingerie? Like. <laughs> It's the a contest. Would have been like there was a love interest. I I just think some good old fashioned sweatpants could have just Look, mwah, really I, done I, the trick. I know Kane Hodder was excited looking through those windows with that steam coming through. Okay, it's it's the killer. It's the girls. The girls are pretty. The killer's horrendous. There's action. There's murder. There's death. There's gore. There's splatter. This is what the movie's about. In the end, things like that happen. Uh, Zombie Grove Music says, yes, it has to be tangible to avoid it being more than just a cliche. Correct. Correct. Spot on analysis there. That's why. I mean, I go back to these films now in cycles. I see it coming back. I'm like, yes, keep it coming. Go against the grain of what you're seeing in most of these homogenized CGI boar fests that they call horror these days. Go against the grain. Come back with stuff from the past. It will shock people. Some people will be bored. Jackie Toop won't be bored. She won't like it. (laughs) But everybody else who has, you know, horror history in their background, they'll love it. They'll love it. What can I say? Okay. We had a good conversation. That was good back and forth there, Jackie. We rarely do that. But, yeah. All right, let's do a quick recap of this week's or this month's films on Splattervision. First of all, Stalker. Jackie, too quickly. Uh, great original twist that you probably won't see coming. Whether or not it works is a whole debate, but thumbs up. Very good. I also gave it a thumbs up. Love the twist. Love Sophie Skelton and uh, the young man Stuart Brennan. Tremendous duo. They just own this film to the end. I recommend you watch it. That's called Stalker. It's out in uh, limited theater release still and streaming platforms as well. The second film tonight on Splatter Vision was Malum. Jackie? It was jumpy. It kept you interested. It was dark, both cinematography and in content. And they took an old plot and they made it relevant again. So thumbs up. I thought it was good. Excellent. I also gave it a thumbs up. Tremendous psychological horror. Love the jump scares and the great musical score by Samuel LaFlante. Tremendous score. So check that out. It's called Malum. Also 
on streaming platforms coming soon. Our third tonight, film tonight on Splatter Vision, Capsules, Jackie. Uh, you know what? Good premise. It could have been good. It was boring. It was a lot of dialogue. There was very little action. And the ending, I'm still a little confused. No go. Thumbs down. Very good. I also give it a thumbs down. Please, folks, just say no to drugs. You'll live <laughs> a longer and happier life. Okay. This movie has nothing going for it. The only thing that was good for it was uh, uh, Katie Pittard, the bright spot there. Everything else, just, yeah, it's just, I, I don't want to go into it. I'm just tired. I already made my point on this. Thumbs down. Don't check it out. Don't see capsules. Let's move on. The final film tonight on Splatter Vision was Kill Her Goats. Jackie, too. Uh, you can take drugs only when it comes to having to watch this movie. That's the only time drugs will be allowed. Um, absolutely not. People, remember that, you know, remember that some of your audience are females and they might kind of need a storyline. Uh, so, not knocking the 80s vibe, I just, please, like, I need more... I need more than just, like, Friday the 13th meets Dumb and Dumber improv session. So, thumbs down. Did thumbs not down. do it for me. To the contrary of Jackie Toop, I give it a thumbs up. Resounding. Keep them coming. Keep them coming like this. Also, do it in 35mm. I love it. It's retro. It's stylish. Tremendous cinematography. You have Kane Hodder in this. And a whole bunch of attractive women. Dancing around. Prancing around. The shower's running. Foggy, what else do you want? Come on, it's goats. Killer goats. Check it out. It's on streaming platforms as well. Very good. Jackie Tube, where can we find you online? You can find me on Instagram, Jackie underscore Tube. You can find me on my website, JackieTube.com. You can find me here like once a month, every other month, battling it out with you about our taste in horror movies. <laughs> You know, I think about these films, and there is such a contrast in all of them. You know, I, I would say, no, each one has like a separate different category for it. That's why we try to give you the best variety each month of films you probably never even heard of. So that's what we try to do on Splatter Vision. So we thank you guys for checking out the show. Also, don't forget to check out the Buzzsprout Podcast, which is a condensed version of this show. Much smaller. Very good. Nice and compact. Jackie Tube, thank you once again. We will see you, uh, I believe it will be June. All right. Can't <laughs> wait. Excellent. Very good. Thank you, Jackie. On behalf of Jackie Tube, I'm Rob Martin. We'll catch you next month right here on Splatter Vision. Oh.